Hey, welcome back to the SBP Podcast Mobile Filmmaking. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you are listening to episode 158. When you're listening to people talk about filmmaking, usually they bring up storytelling. It's a big, major part of it. But that's not the storytelling that we're going to discuss here tonight because we're going to talk about a different kind of storytelling. So I welcome you to the panel, Fade Into Film, with our panelists, Joey Min, Jason Rivera, Levi Austin Morris, and Ryan McDonald. And we're going to talk to them about this topic, but we're also going to be discussing other things that are on your mind as an indie filmmaker, as a content creator, as a mobile filmmaker, and as a storyteller. So get ready. Here we go. We are Fade Into Film. Joey, you're in the woods. I'm so in, say I'm in the woods. what you were going to say. <laughs> Like we just we're going right into it. Joey, you're in the woods. Well, what are you doing I'm in the woods? I'm man? in the woods. <laughs> uh, so tell everybody why you're in the woods. Oh, I'm I'm just uh, I just last minute like gig that I picked up and I'm out here. It's, I think I'm driving back tomorrow, but you know they need me here. If you survive, <laughs> if <Yeah>. I survive, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's really it. And are you sleeping like, oh, in a tent? Uh, no, it's a cabin. Oh, okay. It's a little tiny shed cabin. Oh, that's awesome. Cabin. Yeah. Is it like literally the cabin in the woods? It's a cabin in the woods, yeah. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Are you filming? Was Anything? earlier. I mean, it's like, it's just a production. It's a little tiny production, but. Nice. I'm charging them high, though, so. Hell yeah, you <laughs> are. Make that money. <laughs> that's awesome. So, hey, everybody, we're uh, chit-chatting here with Joey, who's out in the woods, <laughs> so he may sound a little different, uh, but it's still Joey, we've confirmed. <laughs> uh, wake, welcome back to Fade Into Film. We are uh, the panelists of Fade Into Film. I'm the host, Susie, and here are, uh, well, obviously, uh, Joey Min in the woods. <laughs> Levi Austin Morris, uh, Jason Rivera, and Ryan McDonald. How you doing, guys? Hi. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Hello. So we're ready to uh, rumble, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. Um. So, how does does anyone have any updates they want to bring up really quick before? Sure. Uh. Yeah, what's that? Uh, paralysis. Uh, we were accepted into two more film festivals. I don't know if I talked about this last time. Uh, I don't think I did. Nice. Yep. Did I? Mm. Yes. Oh, I did. Not the new ones. No, not the new ones. Yeah. I talked about the 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 festivals that we went to, but we we just got accepted into two. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. No. Yeah. So uh, so we are in uh, the Cinephone Smartphone International Film Festival, nice. which is in uh, Spain. Barcelona. Barcelona, yep. And then we are in... No, Barcelona. Bar- sorry, Barcelona. Um, there you go. <laughs> and then we are in the Horror Movie Freaks Film Festival in North Carolina. 
Yeah. So which one are you going to? Well, definitely not the Spain one because that's going to be too expensive. <laughs> My sister lives an hour and 45 minutes away from the one in North Carolina. Uh, she lives in Virginia. Ooh. So I'm finding out tomorrow because I get paid tomorrow. Um, but nice. uh, if I can afford it and I will crash with her and she and I will go to the festival together. Oh, that sounds yeah. Like fun. That's so yeah awesome. it'll be fun because I like this is. I shouldn't say that. I really like my sister. That's what I'm going to say. Um, and um, I have. You don't want to say that's my favorite. That's sister. what I don't want to say. <laughs> I said it. Um, I love all of my siblings, but this sister and I are very close. And so uh, I would love to share the experience of watching the film with her. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, anybody else? If any of my other siblings listen to this, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Your disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh, my really good friend and oftentimes collaborator, uh, her, her name is Bannison e- Easley. Uh, she would do the cinematography for me on the Ancient Evil uh, Moon's Blood, and then um, she was one of the first times I ever got directed on an iPhone movie. Uh, was she did a, a short film trilogy called The Replacement that we were in, and uh, she's over the year been developing a video game. Uh, for the PC. Ooh, wow. And so we've, um, so for the next couple weekends coming up, we will be, she's rented actually studio space. So we'll be in a studio with green screen, um, Damn. full controlled environments and, uh, shooting like video pieces that will go along with the, the game. That sounds so really, cool. Game is it? really cool. Yeah, yeah. That sounds very cool. Um, it kind of has like probably like a last of us feel to it. Yeah. I, I understand. I'll be honest. I haven't played the last of us or okay. I haven't played a video game in a long time. So did you watch the show? Uh, I started it, but I, I okay. didn't, I fell asleep and then I ended up watching <gasps> and it was really late. It was really late. And, um, okay. yeah, it was like one in the morning and then, um, He's got somebody, too, so. he does yeah, have somebody turned me on to Barry. And I smoked through that show uh, <laughs> within like two weeks. That was, and I don't normally do that. Yeah, shows. I, I love really that. Like Barry, yeah. yeah, I heard that's good, and I haven't watched it yet. And it's very good. I haven't watched it yet either. And everybody I know is like Levi. You have to watch that show. So yeah, Barry. Barry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Bill Hader. Yeah, it's surprising. Like how I didn't realize like, how much of a film nerd he was, hmm. and how great of a director he could be. It, he, I actually. He, it got sorry, to go the ahead. yeah no sorry it gets to the a point in the show where you can tell which episodes you're like watching and it's like this is his like you can tell this his directed mm-hmm. episode and then by the last season he ends up directing mm-hmm. every episode and I love that and they're really well done cool yeah I actually I knew that about Bill Hader because I was really fascinated by his journey um, and his journey to SNL he moved to SN or he moved to LA to be a filmmaker and he was a very serious filmmaker and he didn't consider himself funny at all. Um, And then he took an improv class to improve his directing and Megan Mullally saw him and was like, you are hilarious and got him an audition at SNL. Um, But yeah, so so like I I knew that. I think that's amazing, though. I didn't know that he directed so many episodes of the show. Well, that's interesting. So you're going to you're going to have your own studio. You're going to take advantage of that and film a little short. So we we do have a uh, chatting with Madison. She's directing it. And we do have one day where there's like we're we only have like maybe half a day of things to film we have the the rest of it and i i did her and i talked about that i was like what do we need like what what stock item do we need uh me falling toward you know 
within the green screen. I don't know. Just just be thinking of the st- yeah. stuff that we could shoot in that time period to fill the yeah. space. That's cool. I bet. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like if, if you get a snowstorm, it's like, well, let me just shoot some of this <laughs> yeah. for a later thing. Yeah. You know? For an apocalypse movie or something. <laughs> um, that's that's really that's cool. cool. And Jason, you you got anything or? Yeah, uh, probably the last month or so, I've been working on scoring a new film, a drama. Hell yeah! Is this your fifth one? Um, fifth this what? Sorry. Fifth film that you've scored this year? Um, I mean, since the um, uh, I think you said you had scored four, but I, I could be wrong. Since the uh, festival strikes. Oh, oh. Ye- three. Yeah, I think this is not either number four or five. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You are um, busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm How long fun. does that usually take you to like score an entire film, though? It just depends. Um, honestly, it's um, one of those things where um, however much time you have, I kind of usually wind up using it all. Mm. You know, so if I have like a week, then I'll get it done in a week. And if in this case, I've never had uh, in the on the film that I'm scoring right now. They're still in pre-production. Mm. Nothing's been shot. Wow. You know, Dang. so um, I've never had the leisure of this much time before, yeah. but I'm really enjoying it. Like, I don't feel rushed at all. Yeah. And I sent the first few cues over to the director a few days ago and she loved them. So that's a good start to the project. Um, so, yeah, I'm having fun. When do they go into production? Um, well, I think the actors are getting together for some readings at the end of September, but okay. I don't actually have any dates. Sure. Any solid dates at the moment as far as filming. That's really interesting. Yeah. I've never worked on any production whatsoever, film, video, my own, whatever, that I've not said <laughs> to myself or to everybody. I don't have enough time. There's not enough time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to run out of time <laughs> before it gets done. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It always ends up working out. But my feeling is always every time I'm going into something, it's like, oh, my God, it's not enough. time. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I know. I usually feel really rushed. Yeah. Most times. Yeah. And so this is the first time I'm experiencing this kind of workflow. Yeah. It's nice. I yeah. will say. <laughs> I'm completely inexperienced in that. <laughs> Enjoy it because it's rare. <laughs> I know it's very, very rare. I know that. So I wanted to uh, discuss a topic with you guys uh, a little bit. I'm sure we'll deviate into other topics and you know and things like that. So I think I'm looking forward to that too. Um, but um, you know, storytelling is something that we talk about in the movie. Uh, in the film industry and the content creating, whether you're, you know, making stories through music, right, Jason? Um, Or videos or uh, art in some way or another, like Levi Paints. Mm. Um, And this is not the kind of storytelling, (laughs) after telling you that, that I wanted to discuss with you guys. Uh, I think our listeners would probably enjoy this discussion as being a little different than what they're used to when people bring up storytelling. And that is the telling of your 
filmmaking process, really. Uh, the storytelling of your film and how that shapes, because I, I think that before even social media, uh, people tell the story of what they're passionate about that they're working in. I'll give you an example from a company and organization that I worked in. They started telling the story. Uh, they were, they were um, creating this nonprofit, right, at, for a cause. And before they even started, they already started documenting their story. And I came on board a few years after working in the media and video production and all of that. And one of the things working with them for, I think it was like seven years or something. Uh, one of the things that um, I did was know their story from even before, which helped me because I was organizing their media. I was their media manager. Mm. And so a lot of times they would say, we want the video of this, some current event that they were, they were having. And they always wanted to tell their story, you know, in parts of their story. And I was always able to say, I remember from way back in the beginning, there was some footage of this or an interview of the founder or something like that. And I would bring that together. And so their story today had a connection to the past that they could share within that media story. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think you can't always tell, you know, you go out, you know, as mobile filmmakers, right. And you're, or indie filmmakers or content creators, or, you know, it's something that I learned even from my own film festival, document as much as I can, even if this goes nowhere, because even if you start working on a film, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Don Quixote with Johnny Depp. You guys familiar with that? I know the name, but I haven't seen it. Right. That's um, so what happened was years and years ago, they started working on this film and uh, Johnny Depp was playing Sancho Panza, I believe, or maybe he was playing Don Quixote. I can't remember, but no, he wasn't playing Don Quixote. Uh, somebody else was. They got to start working on this film and all kinds of everything bad that could happen literally happened. And then so much more. They were running out of light. They had storms and all sorts of things happen and they never finished the film. But you know what they had? They had a bunch of documentation of, you know, during the filmmaking process. And so they created a documentary. I think it was on HBO or something where I saw it. And I loved it mm. because it was like the little film that couldn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think... It's important to always tell, yes, we tell the story of the storytelling in the film. You know, it's important to create, you know, to make a film that's very captivating, and all of that, you know, keep, keep, you know, your, your storytelling is big. It's all that story is king, but also don't forget, especially with mobile phones available by everyone in the production to document the storytelling part, because whether you're doing it immediately for social media or whether you're doing it down the line later, later on, you know, uh, picture, you know, Sean Baker's tangerine, you know, that they came back later and now 
this movie is famous. They, it gets referenced as an indie film, you know, with other greats. And so they have that documentation. And so what do you guys, what do you guys uh, think about that? How, how would you approach that to emphasize to, to our listeners and our friends how, how important that is and why you shouldn't just forget about it, you know, how mindful you should be about that? Well, I was thinking it's interesting when um, people who, so again, filming at like, you know, the $5,000 level uh, that we made my movie for, there are some people, they'll, they'll be making a movie and they'll have like, well, um, we don't want anybody taking pictures, any of the cast, and we don't want anybody posting it. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, you don't have, I can understand if you have like a named actor and you don't want to, you want anyone, and um, you kind of want to maybe treasure that or be respectful of that named actor being there. But when we're, when we're shooting it, I would say my level, it's like, I want as much exposure that we can get out there. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even, even if it, unless I have like a whodunit and I don't want to spoil the ending, but there's, when we were shooting uh, Married and Loving It, or even with the Wolfman and stuff, I'm just like, I don't care if, if people see said actor or whatnot with blood on them. It does, to me, it's like, it doesn't give it away. It actually should, in hopefully it intrigues someone to look at it. But mm-hmm. to, to view it. It does. Yeah. And a practice that um, I was told when I went through film school was to even hire like a, a BTS photographer. And so for a while, that's what we would do with our shorts. And then um, when I did the feature, I did the same thing. Uh, my my good friend Madison, who I mentioned earlier about the video game, uh, so she came and shot part of many of the things that she did with the film, but she also shot uh, uh, BTS uh, photos for us on several days, and then she even took the time to set actors and dr- crew members aside and do interviews with us as well so that we had content to mm. create um, and publish. Yeah, isn't, isn't that a particular job now in Hollywood? Like, there's people just hired to do social media. Yeah, the social media managers on set. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, like, I remember seeing... I forgot who it was. It was, like, some... I guess he was, like, in his early 20s. Um, I forgot what movie. But, you know, his whole job was just walking around with his phone and for, for, the, for the movie. I had a... I, one of my... As a PA in one of the short films that I, that I worked on, uh, they said, here, use use this camera and walk around and just get whatever you can uh, between takes and everything. And, um, of course, I was a goof. <laughs> so they left it. They added it. They uh, made DVDs out of it, and it had the extras in there. And they literally just put the whole thing in there. <laughs> they didn't even cut it up or anything. Hmm. just put the whole thing in there. And it was hilarious. They loved it. Um, you know, but... You know, outside of social media and stuff, like today, that was a hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but today, outside of social media, capturing stuff for social media, you know, like production meetings, you know, when people first meet. Yeah. Uh, like almost like hiring somebody to be a documentary documentarian, basically. Um, not I mean, beyond social media. And then, of course, using some of that for social media or having social media. But that story of your film sometimes can be more captivating than the film itself. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Oh, go ahead, Joey. 
Oh no, yeah, then I'm just saying yeah, to totally agree cuz like it it's like your dailies, right? You're trying to it's kind of like trying to prove to people that you are doing something, but you know, so, yeah, the process might be much more like you know, the the film might be just okay, you know, it's a film, but like the, the what it took to finish a film must might be more yeah. interesting than actually the film itself and I agree. Yeah. yeah. And inspiring either maybe yeah. even, right? Yeah, during paralysis, uh, my producer actually was she she wanted to be the behind the scenes person, and so she snapped a bunch of videos and boomerangs and photos as we were uh, shooting, and then she made a giant Dropbox, and anybody else who took photos on set could add those to that folder. Um, so it was fun because for me, I'm the person who runs the social media for paralysis, but it was fun to go through all of that and figure out what we wanted to post or what we, you know. And for a little while, like, there was something that we were trying to keep a secret, um, which is the male demon. And then, at like, before we released the trailer, we were like, this is silly. Let's just let, you know, like, people can see the male <laughs> demon as well, you know, because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it, I, like, we definitely had that on set. Um, and, I mean, Susie, you saw one of the videos and you, we, you've commented on it. Like, we were holding mm -hmm. for a plane uh, and our lead actress oh my god it's my yeah. favorite video our, our lead actress sang disney songs to us as we waited but it was so awesome yeah. to see the attention and <laughs> your reactions because you guys were being comical yeah, yeah, you know yeah. about it yeah. it was like snow white and the yeah. seven dwarves you know were like she's sitting outside reading with a book little yeah. Animals. yeah yeah reading a book it yeah. was kind of like that but your faces were like the seven dwarves like oh you yeah. know it was so beautiful and I we did that because she has a good voice and we were like well we can't do anything <laughs> right now anyway so like yeah yeah i never heard the plane i just you just <laughs> heard her beautiful voice yeah. <laughs> yeah and your and your reaction that's funny um what do you what's your perspective on this jason um i think it's a fantastic idea um and i try to document my work on the score in my studio um so i have a kind of little funny story about that so one of the films i worked on a couple years ago um i'm always mindful of post i try to post stuff you know working on the score but i try to be mindful not to give too much away like usually i won't post anything that has sound like anything coming through my studio monitors until the film is out there. Good idea. Um, but there was... I mean, for legal reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's such a... It's a big part of the experience of the film. Like, I wouldn't want to give it away before the thing's right. even out there, you know. But I remember one time I, I posted this photo of myself. And, and the score was kind of like a synth-based synth score. And uh, I had a in the photo, I had a guitar in my hand, an electric guitar. And the reason why is because I like to create synthesizer sounds with guitars. I have mm. different processes that I do uh, to manipulate guitars to make them sound like synths. And so anyway, I posted this photo. And then like afterwards, <laughs> the director saw it on, I think, on Instagram was like, what are you, why are you playing guitar? Not in a, like a mean way or anything, yeah. but it was just like oh, kind of yeah. like weirded out a little bit. Like, oh my God, like, what are you doing with guitars? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, don't worry, don't worry. You know, I manipulate it. I, I do a lot of, you know, things to it to change, 
the sound. So don't worry. Um, but after that, it kind of made me mindful, like just kind of having the perspective of the, the director in mind when yeah. I'm posting stuff, you know, it made me a little bit more mindful of that. Um, but also I was going to say like, wait, 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 let oh, me say ahead. this though. So had you not posted it on social media later when he, when he saw and, and, and heard the music and everything, uh-huh. then you could have showed it to him and say, I also used guitars. Yeah. And then he, he may have thought, Oh my God, I can't believe that. But you have something to, yeah, look here, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was just the way I hadn't, I didn't even think about it because I'm just kind of in my own studio world. And like, I know what I'm like, I know what I'm doing in my process and stuff. And so it wasn't uh, like jarring or anything to me, you know, or yeah. mm. so anyway, and then there was, uh, I was going to say that, um, because, you know, I'm usually by myself in my studio working on, on music and I don't have like a BTS person or anything like that, which would be amazing. Selfies. <laughs> Tripod. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, but I find, uh, and, and I've, I've done uh, projects where I'll have uh, my iPhone recording me, you know, while I'm working. Mm, and mm-hmm. I find it a little bit distracting, especially when I'm recording. Like I'm, I'm recording on my, <laughs> my laptop. I got this phone going. It's like so actually yeah. with the project I'm working on now. So far, I haven't done any behind the scenes stuff, but I'm just going to take like an hour occasionally and just shoot stuff in my yeah. studio. Yeah. Like what yeah. doesn't have to be like in real time while I'm actually trying to work on the score. Um, yeah. So. Do you ever meet with the filmmaker or anything? With which one? Do you ever meet with the director or anything like that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because maybe that might be a time you say, you know, just for a couple few little video clips of us, you know, hanging out together nothing major with with sound or not yeah. trying to give anything it's just for my own safekeeping in case i ever want to share the story of how i worked on films through film scoring that's a great idea yeah i actually haven't done that yet you know weirdly like a lot of my projects are remote yeah <laughs> so i, I there, i've well, done a couple right. films where i've never met the person in person that's cool. Outside and of you could even and, you, you could know. even like again you could put your phone on a tripod and then oh I'm talking to to you on Skype. By the way, my my iPhone is you know recording us for a little bit so that I can post you it know, on social document. media. Yeah. No, don't have to post it on social media. You you keep it for later. Sure. Um, for creating your own. I mean, you know, like actors have reels, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they're on camera stuff when they're, I shouldn't say on camera stuff. I should say, you know, clips from the finished product, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. I said product, the finished project. Film. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's kind of like that, but in a different way, you know, because you're creating, you know, you're not really creating a real, you're creating well, in a way, a real, I guess, like a commercial of yourself in a way, just something, just open your mind to all the possibilities once you have all those things together. You know, you could, you could, once you have the clearance, uh, even through your own, you know, the music that you make for your own stuff, Jason. Mm-hmm. So you could do the process of that, 
record oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I do. And then yeah. have a bunch of B-roll and then you put that music track as the soundtrack for the B-roll mm-hmm. to create a montage of how you make the music. Mm-hmm. We actually, Definitely. with with Paralysis, uh, one of the things that... So, I mean, I, I, I wrote the script so I can make this joke, but uh, it <laughs> there, there were a couple of things that happened too often in the script and it wasn't, it was just shitty writing. Um, and one of the things was that Allison's character says, Nikki, so goddamn much. Um, and so, uh, and Nikki is my character. And so uh, it ended up happening that uh, the behind the scenes footage that, that our director got, or not our director, I'm the director, that our producer got um, <laughs> uh, was oftentimes Allison saying, Nikki. And so it turned into this running joke that um, just crew members <laughs> in the middle of, like she'd be recording behind the scenes, crew members would look at her camera and go, Nikki. Nikki. And so we have all this footage of random people just going, Nikki. And like, we're like, we should do something with that. Maybe for like the special features or something on the DVD. But like, we have like, Probably ten minutes worth of people just saying Nikki, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then I cut yeah, half of, of those Nikki's in the editing. Some of that stuff actually ends up in the credits, right? <laughs> what was that? Some some of that stuff ends up in the credit, like they they call them bloopers. Yeah, but they're not always bloopers. I mean, I'm not putting that on paralysis. <laughs> this very dark horror film, we go and then from like horror yeah. to comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Joey, I think your perspective would be great. Uh, because uh, as a you termed yourself this a while back but uh, the YouTuber perspective right yeah but you're also a filmmaker so I'd like I'd love to know uh, a little more about how how you would consider this uh, in your scenario because you, I know yeah. you do this already but yeah even I, expanding on it yeah definitely because I think you know um before when we were when we first started the YouTube channel it's kind of like we were it's like a variety type of thing. We didn't really know what we were doing. We we're just kind of filming a bunch of stuff, a bunch of skits, even though I knew that I always wanted to be a director and the people I had on at that time, they were just, you know, maybe just for fun, like acting. But eventually now in like, you know, in the current uh, version of, of our channel and our group, the channel itself has like you know, core tenants that we kind of follow when we put it up on, on our channel. It has to be either... We either put up, you know, the, the films that we do, like everything that the films that we make and anything that pertains to our journey as filmmakers. So, and, you know, sometimes we film like our off days when we're not filming anything for our film and it's just like a break. And we literally just go get something to eat and we just show that because I, I think a lot of people are also interested in how you know, indie filmmakers, like how we can, how we're able to produce the way that we produce, yeah. you know? And it's like, okay, you know, sometimes it's just not just work. It's us here. We're going to go get like sandwiches or something. And that's just the break that we have in our 24 seven work life, you know? And that's like, so people can see like how we kind of build our time. And it's, it, I think it's a cool concept. That's why I think that the humanity. Yes, the humanity behind the filming. You know, the filmmakers. Right. It's not mm-hmm. just. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not the glitz and glamour that everybody thinks. Yeah. It's the. Sometimes I I I know when people have you know the the whole thing when people are like set life like hashtag set life, I kind of oh. want to do this thing where like how can I make, like me sitting down and editing for hours look cool. Oh my. Right. <laughs> 
Like, you, I, like, how would I? How do I make what that? What you look should like do it? is you should just be sitting in front of a computer, looking completely frazzled, maybe with a bottle of vodka <laughs> in front of you, and do hashtag editing life, like, right? You know? Hashtag like, edit life. Yeah. Set, like as crew, when you show up on set, usually, like I have, I still have these, like a a pair of army pants full of pockets. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the glamorous stuff that you would no. wear outside, even to go get a burger somewhere or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. nobody thinks about looking glamorous when you're on set because mm-hmm. you're going to be there you for 12 be hours anyway. Like, Definitely yeah. for like the unit people, the production people. All of yeah. these actors don't understand what we have to go. <laughs> Oh, and the actors. The actors show up. They're not allowed to wear makeup. I will also say with what we're talking about, um, I felt a sense of responsibility and I that's why I was super grateful that Jamie... Uh, was constantly shooting behind the scenes because we we had so many people contribute to the project. So, like, it was not only about sort of, like, telling the behind the scenes of the story or, or the story of the film a little bit through behind the scenes, but it was also about... I, f- I mean, I'll be honest, I felt an immense amount of pressure to show people that we were doing what oh, we yeah. said we were going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because of the oh, crowdfunding. Because of the crowdfunding, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think there was another aspect, though, Levi, on your film, too, which you just, you were talking about the obligation, in a way. Yeah. But also, I think in your case, it would have also been good um, to show the research that you did mm. for paralysis, yeah. for telling that story in a genuine way, in yeah. a respectful way. Yeah. And also you going to the to get that book and making that book in the way that you made it. You destroyed you bought a book and then you destroyed it to make it look like a real book. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I sure did. You are right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and that's those are some of the things that. Maybe you know, we should people, have done more of, I guess. I, now that you're saying that, I'm like, God, we could have done more of that. Like, Because we did. We bought a lot of props um, looking very pristine and nice. And then we made them look weathered and, you know, mm. deteriorating. Yeah. So, like... Um, Antiquated. Yeah. And I yeah. just, I guess, I guess my brain goes to, oh, shit, I have to have this ready in, you know, two, three That's days. That's why next time people need to hire me. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll be the consultant yeah. to give you all those wonderful ideas. You'd be like, Levi, when are you doing that? I'm coming oh, definitely. over. Definitely. <laughs> we, we should, like, fly you over here for the next time we yeah. have, like, a big film and <laughs> can help us out, Susie. Seriously, I've um, I've got a lot. So here's here's the thing. My thing is about documentaries. I have this immense passion for documentary filmmaking and i'm this is what i'm going to do for for my listeners uh our listeners i'm going to put the link to a filmmaking game changer this thing that i wrote on my on my Substack. Substack. no i'm just <laughs> kidding um I'm probably going to cut that out. <laughs> now marketing. Um, marketing. That's, That's branding like, right there. Nothing. <laughs> um, but uh, it's called a filmmaking game changer, the Blair Witch Project 1999. That experience for me at the beginning of when I shifted my major from paralegal <laughs> oh my God. to uh, filmmaking <laughs> and video and media and communications and all that blow my mind because I got to experience that in the way they wanted me to experience it. I had no idea 
that this was fake. Hmm. And by the time I sat down in a completely empty, small little theater at a shopping mall to watch this film, it was around midnight. I was all alone. Yeah. And it was just a rumor (laughs) at the time that it may have been a trick of some sort. Yeah. So this, for me, talk about the story of the storytelling, right? These guys were out shooting a documentary and they ended up being the subject of this film yeah. uh, on their own, right? And and the thing is, like, a lot of people don't know, but they actually, the characters, their names yeah. here, their names are, um, hold on, what are their names? Okay, their names are Heather Donahue, Michael C. Williams, and Joshua Leonard. And by the way, if you're listening and you know these guys, please bring them on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um those are the real names. Yeah. And they use them as their character names. They weren't thinking, and, and this brings me up to this again, like what Levi, what you were saying about, like your head is not fully 100% everywhere. It's 100% focused yeah. on what you want to achieve, which is your film. And that's enough. That's more than enough. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as a director. So I'm going to put that link on there because I just thought, I, I just think so that's my documentary thing. It's that's what became so fascinating for me. And we discussed it in our cinematography class as the biggest uh, you know, change maker yeah. in the history of film for marketing. And then uh paranormal activity ended up being the next one that sort of did that, that everybody was confused right. of whether or not it was a real thing. Um yep. yeah, and, and they also used their real names, if I remember right. Like his name was Micah. Um, I don't remember mm. the I don't remember the girl's name, and she's the Katie I think her name is. Um, yeah, but uh, but it was a very similar thing that everybody was like, "Is this real or is this not?" Um, yeah, and that's another thing you could do with your your thing. It's like, well, maybe later or maybe before that, we create a film about making the film, you know, yeah. and we just hint at it and create a, as a trailer kind of. Yeah. Where people are going, wait, is that a film or is that, wait, what's going on here? Especially if you, I think that works really well if you're making a horror film. But what about a crime or a, or, oh, you know, I think a crime like film, that. absolutely, because everybody films stuff on their cell phones now instead of calling 911. So absolutely, I feel <laughs> like there's absolutely True. an opportunity to sort of like How show the story of, too, yeah, it yeah. is. But like you could show the story of your film in, in what would be a viral, um, post you know right yeah uh so what do you guys think as far as doing this kind of documenting do you think this realistically would bring people to it i think it's also a good way to rehash you know repurpose people talk about repurposing their posts and their videos and social media um do you guys think like i know joey you do it with the zorro you keep bringing it back up which is Oh, yeah. Definitely awesome. Like or like you, your HBO awards. Because <laughs> like if you think about it, that's why I, I really, you know, I really promote doing the YouTube thing to a lot of filmmakers because uh, it, it, it teaches you. I, I think, how do I say this? I think along the way, I developed this idea where quantity breeds quality, right? Like mm-hmm. if, it, if it wasn't, if I wasn't forced to show up and practice my craft over and over yeah, again yeah i i wouldn't have gotten better that's what i believe right and no, plus I you understand. know putting it out there 
for people to critique and be like, hey, man, your your stuff really sucks. I'm like, yeah, right? And, you know, like sometimes you just need that put in front of your face, actually, see if you, you know, can break through different barriers of your skill and, and, and hopefully become a better person the other end, right? And And all of that, though, it's like the marketing and branding is like like that's just part of the part of the the business now i guess and i don't want to just call it like a business but the other half of creating something for people to see is means that you have to but it is it game, is right? it is your kind of i mean we we can't be completely like oh i'm doing this just for me and my three friends i mean if i, I and think, i think it the your heart should start there though Yes, of I, course. I and if, I think any mm-hmm. any entrepreneur listening to this would tell you their heart is always in it, at least in the beginning. The, the problem with entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs just like, oh, it's not making money, quit. Sure. Move on to yeah. something else. Uh, but even this conversation is making me go, God, I think I'm going to go through all of the paralysis behind the scenes because it's just it, it's also just really fun to revisit that, you know, like mm-hmm. if you've worked on a project for that long. And then you sell it <laughs> again. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's it's exciting to to sort of go back and revisit like, my God, this was like this was when we shot the promo or this is when we shot, you know. Um, so, Susie, if when you see you a post later, it's your, you're the you're the inspiration. Yeah. Or at the festival, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the other thing, you know, you remember I shot a lot of you little bits and pieces of your workshop. I was trying to, I was trying to record and then stop. The problem was that the audio is not the greatest. So I have to, I, I'm going to make a series of those for each topic that you covered, but then I have to mess with the audio to make it better. Sorry, and we it's going to be a little more time consuming. It's not you. You can't shout at people. So this yeah. is, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, it was because I didn't have, you know, somebody with a boom or anything yeah. like that. And you guys and you refused to use a microphone. We did. But that's it. it I think the microphone would have hindered how we uh, presented it because we would have felt it was more formal. Um, and I felt like but it was officially formal in in many ways you i'll let you listen to it when i create it and you'll realize how top-notch that workshop was Uh well thank you thank you that's right jason you were there i was uh, i was engaged all right yeah everybody was i mean i remember monique monique gall remember yeah i I adore Uh, her she was sitting on the edge of her seat taking notes that's very sweet that's a very telling thing when someone is on the edge of their seat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty engaged. Good. Um, Good. So, so yes. So, anyways, microphone would have helped. This is me talking <laughs> from the, the video person. <laughs> yeah. The shade. Uh, the, th- the shade. Yeah, she's the whole throwing. time he was like, I can project. And I'm like, I know, but <laughs> the whole thing was very, very, very cool. And those are things that. Um, you can incorporate into your story later. Uh, You were mentioning the Dropbox. Yeah. And I remember in several of our film festivals in the past where we would tell people, here's a Dropbox, drop all your stuff. Yeah, I think that's so cool. Yeah. The problem is that people don't put their name on on the files. Mm. And I like giving credit to people. Sure, sure. It's one of the reasons the badges for our film festival are so large. <laughs> Honestly, I love it. I have it hung up on a bulletin board. 
I That's still have awesome. mine too. Yeah, yeah. To my yeah, studio because they're not they're not just cardboard pieces right of paper. Here, actually, yes. Nice. <laughs> Joey, where's yours? Joey. That's right, Joey. <laughs> Joey is so. We left him out in the woods. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> Good luck finding your way back. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it, no, it's very helpful to do that because one of the things that I learned uh, was that when you have events and you have people that 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 you want to focus on, that you want to give credit to, that they that you're able to get the photographer, by the way, make sure that you get, you focus, you know, you're in focus so we can read their names because later on we don't know who's who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you can say, oh, it's this person, especially if later they're talking on camera, then we can look back at a photo, read their name from their badges, mm. and Smart. we can ID them on the video. Yeah. See how much I know, guys? This is why you should pay me. 300 bucks an hour. <laughs> wow, jeez. So this has already been 300 from each of us. <laughs> for And our listeners, you're so special, you get it for free. <laughs> we pay to be on this podcast, you guys. <laughs> God. There are people who pay to be guests yes. on podcasts. Oh, um, yeah. Because I've had people ask, you know, wow. and that's that's harsh. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, no, what? No. Uh, I I always think of everything. You know this, uh, Levi. Always think it's a give and give. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like um, it, it's always people say give and take, and I'm like that kind of sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like someone's giving, the other one's taking, yeah. and then you stop there. I'd rather say it's give and give. Mm. You know, we're both I giving. Like that. Yeah. So speaking of the giver, uh, we're giving up our time now. <laughs> <laughs> um. One more thing, Ryan. Uh huh. I want you to talk just for a minute here. <laughs> Don't rush. <though. laughs> uh, about your the the storytelling that you did, the film that you were just talking about with the werewolf. Well, give me a second to think of that. Um, <laughs> I can say, kind of in just general sense, like um, I, I have another friend who who does. Um, he 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 uh, cosplays as Senator Palpatine or Emperor Palpatine. Yes. Um, and, uh, and post every day, every day. And they've, and, um, I've heard him and, and, um, and his girlfriend, who's also a film collaborator and helped me with, uh, married and loving it. Her name's Danielle. Um, and they've said like, you know, everything is content. Uh, and so, and they post. And so there's, there are times where I'm writing a script and I'll take a picture of it along the way. And there's, you guys don't see it because it, or, the people out there don't see it necessarily because I never finished the script, so I don't post it. Um, but there are times where I'll post a, a, it could be a picture of a storyboard that I was working on, and I'll say it's for the film that we're making, but it's actually not. But it's the picture of a storyboard that I have. Um, oh. So there's kind of, it's kind of like posting and that you're on vacation when you're not, when you never really left town. So um, you're lying. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Storytelling, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, yeah. the other part is, you know, we, um, many of us all because we're not just directors, we're also producers um, here in this podcast. And part of the job of the producer is, is like it's you go from the beginning to the end. I've had producers who have left our projects as soon as we finish shooting, and it's unfortunate mm-hmm. because it's like the producer ball actually is from the very beginning of when yeah. it's like, are we going to make another movie to the very end? Of like now we have distribution and then it's even yeah. beyond that. It's because now not only is it on not only do you have distribution, but then it's trying to make sure everybody sees it 
in that distribution. Um, and so the story then, as we said, like you're, you're telling two stories, you're telling the story in your movie, but there's a story of how you made your movie. And when we're independent at this level, that's kind of like our biggest story to tell. Um, yeah, really is because it's going to be the, how, how we did it. And there's as much as, um, as little, and you're documenting your growth and your expertism yeah. later because it comes from experience. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's also, you have to have almost like proof that you did it too, right? Just for fun. And I, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I, I do have a thing. I say, you know, every direct, every picture, not every picture, but at least somewhere in the production, you should always have a picture of yourself as the director pointing at something. That's like the director look <laughs> is if there's cameras I right next to that. you and you're pointing in any direction. And when I was, um, when I was helping Sophia shoot my 10 year old shoot her film, I did the same thing. I was, was going to take a picture of her and I was like, I was like, you need to point. And she's like, point. I was like, just point. You're, you're a director. You got to point at something. And then that's the picture that we use. <laughs> it's yeah, a running so joke. Yeah. Now. You know what, Ryan, yeah. I'm going to do that on every production mm-hmm. now. <laughs> you're still I've, I don't think I've ever done that, but I'm going to do it now. Too. I'm going to point at my studio. Yeah. yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to point at my microphone. <laughs> but is, um, you know, oftentimes I'll say like, oh, well, at the level that I'm working at or whichever. And I really mean that is like the $5,000, $6,000 budget level for a feature film. Um, as little as it is, uh, there's, um, that is, the there are so many people who aren't doing it or might still look at us and say, how did you do it? And, you know, what are the tips and tricks of how you did it? And um, so we so we're so we're just one step above the person who's still looking for that answer of how to do it. And we can possibly be encouraging. And then the second thing is and one thing I really love is when I am actively working on a project, I'm posting pictures of it. I love when I go out in public and again, I'm so I live in a small town. I don't live in Los Angeles. Right. So I live like um, in Ogden, Utah. So it's like when I go out. I love when people, when they when you bump into somebody, and they already know you're shooting your movie, or they already know awesome. um, that you're about to shoot it, or they already know they're you know so it's like oh hey hey how's it going they can just already go like oh man congratulations on the thing you just won, and it's like yeah so then you know yeah. that I, I, that's what I really like is that the, somebody you did capture them in some way and they know that you're mm-hmm. doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And there's something gratifying about that, I guess, for yeah. me at least. When I lived up in the mountains, not where Joey is, <laughs> um, we shot some stuff out there, uh, some uh, some short films out there, and uh, there was like a trading post, you know. And people used when they would see me, they were like, "Hey, you know," because everybody knows. I mean, it was a of a small section. It was just like it's not even a town. It's just like this small little neighborhood in a way. And um, and everybody knew that we were filming stuff and they found it really interesting and neat and all this stuff because they're just out there in the they're not it's not I wouldn't say it was the middle of nowhere because I mean, after all, it is San Diego, you know, within the county. Mm -hmm. It's just up on top of a mountain where I happen to be. Um, But everybody I think it was because the community was so tight. You know, I remember uh, creating a, uh, a haunted house, a haunted uh, experience for everybody right next to the trading post and people from the school and people from the, the city part of that came up there because they had heard about how freaky it was because mm. uh, I had a 
Well, we had a guy that was running a real chainsaw uh, at the end of it, and he was freaking people out. And I was like, please tell me you took the chain off of that thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's all, yeah, yeah, it's just for noise. I was like, oh, my God. Funny. <laughs> Long time ago, I worked in a haunted house when I was a teenager. And at times, I was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre running the chainsaw. And chasing yeah. kids out of our abandoned mall. Um, I should say, I can't believe I failed to say this, but so uh, BJ, who does the uh, Senator Palpatine, is BJ Wimpy, and he's also the werewolf in uh, Ancient oh. Poland's book. So, oh, very cool. As I was, as I was, as I was saying, that, I was like, how did I miss that? It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like you win and you forget to thank your wife, you know? <laughs> is that video public? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's on um, our YouTube channel, is New Ogden Cinema. And uh, that's where we find um, our other horror films that my team has put together, and then all um, which we kind of have a series called the Ancient Evil, and then um, also nice. my content around like Married and Loving It is on there as well. Yes, cool, yeah. sweet, very very awesome. cool. Uh, by the way, just just to kind of wrap this up, uh, Levi, um, how many more film festivals do you have to go before you <laughs> release yours? Uh, we are waiting to hear back from, uh, I think it's 34 right now. So, uh, so from 39, you've gone down to 34. Yes, okay. and we've been rejected by a couple and we've been accepted by a couple. So, you know. Somewhere there's a photo of Levi pointing somewhere. <laughs> I may have actually just taken one of me pointing at the computer screen while we recorded the podcast. <laughs> Put it in that Dropbox folder. I'm actually going to oh, add it awesome. to the chat. You could always take a still from that video of you guys with uh, Allison, Allison Lobel. Oh yeah, you guys uh, singing during that. That I just love that video. It's a fun video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, what do you guys think? Anything else? <laughs> I think that I think that's great. I think we covered yeah, a lot. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot that you guys were you keep coming back uh listeners if you want to share some feedback let us know that you're happy that they come back for each one of these sessions yes. uh, especially joey who's out there in the woods hey man I'm, I'm committed i promise i would be here as much as i can i love that yes i love it too and I will be here for sure because it ain't happening. If yeah. Here, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so, all right, guys, say goodbye to our listeners. Until next time. Till next time, y'all. See you guys later. <laughs>